0: episode of Highly Heard, the podcast where two best friends hit each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Sybil Chanel. With me, as always, artist and musician, the homie, Rowan Smith. Row, how the fuck are you, dude? What's happening, Sybil? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Pretty okay. No complaints, man. Good. Good. How was your week? Yo, my week was good. I uh, I had my weekly gig on, my weekly gig, yeah. ha-ha, on Friday. And that went really well. Um, I think I'm going to start promoting that. Yeah, uh, like actually, yeah, telling people to come see. Yeah, it. I'm it's, actually going to start promoting, a promoting a thing. that. Good. Yeah, it's becoming Good. a thing. That's cool. Um, yeah, we made some progress on some a uh, lovely triangle stuff. Oh looking yeah? forward to that. Yeah, what's what's in the works for that group? That's my uh, favorite thing you do outside
1: of what you and I do together. What's what's happening with that? What's the so, new? What's on the horizon?
0: We uh we are putting together our fucking project.
1: Yeah. What is yeah. it? What's
0: an EP, LP. What? It's gonna be an EP, and we are we are finally like narrowing down the tunes, cleaning up things. Great. It's taken us a while to pick the songs. The thing with my partner and I is that we listen to the songs so much, and we criticize them so deeply you know what i mean yeah. like i i am definitely guilty i am my worst critic anyway so it's been a process in putting that ep together but we are doing it the artwork is done ha ha ha, ha, ha. um who did that artwork sybil uh rowan smith yeah i don't know if you know yeah. that guy i'll
1: tell you what though that honestly like what what we came up with concept wise what you you and i and and aaron came up with for the artwork um
0: it's one of my favorite pieces I did this year. You no, know, it's it's pretty fun. I'm really proud of that one. I'm looking forward I'm to putting together the, like the the thing. Yeah, it was dope. I'm looking forward to this. But yeah, we're working on our EP. Um awesome. and it feels good. It this project has been a long time in the making. Yeah. And I it know feels how that good. Goes, man. Yeah, man. It feels good to Putting out a
1: record is not easy. No, it's a hard bro. thing to do. That's why that's why I feel like when we're talking about these things, I'm very careful not to be too I'm very careful not to let the snobby musician in me take over because like, it's hard to put out a fucking record. Nobody sets oh, out to make totally a shitty hard. record. Nobody sets out like, I'm going to make a fucking shit record right now.
0: No, man. You know what I mean? And Everybody, I mean, you, know, you have to respect and overstand people's visions. You know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. Their exactly. visions are different. So, you know, you have to leave room mm. for that. Yeah. So it's, you know,
1: you can't. You can't rush your creative process, man. Um, but I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys
0: put together. Yeah, dude. I'm excited. Awesome. I'm totally excited. Awesome, man.
1: What's going on with you, bro? What are you working on? Man, uh, a lot of stuff. I was just uh, in the studio with Quickie Mart. I'm finishing up my new EP. I'm like maybe one to two songs away from being finished. Um, Quickie Mart's mixing it for me, and it sounds beautiful so far. Word. I'm proud of it. Um, Is he going to master it too? I'm not sure. Maybe if okay. I can, you know, if I can convince him, but generally the rule is to have somebody else master it. Right. Other than the person that mixed it. Uh, so there's this other guy that neon void has been using the other group that I'm involved mm-hmm. in. I might have him do it. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm going to check and see, I'd like to throw the work to my buddy quickie Mark, right. but you know, we'll see what happens with that. Um, otherwise I've been, I've been working on a billboard for, for Juan Lafanta and big Frida. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I've been doing a billboard for the, for, to kind of commemorate the commercial that they did together. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, just working really hard, working really hard. I started a new teaching job, teaching, uh, children art in one class. And then another class is songwriting and performance. That's so, sad. yeah, that's going really well. I'm kind of all over the map right now. A lot of irons and a lot of fires. But cool. another thing that I dug about this week was the, the album you gave me. And I didn't think I was going to like it, but I ended up really enjoying a lot I of it. I
0: fucking love this album. <laughs> I
1: was surprised as fuck. OK, so
0: let's talk about it. What record did I give you this week? This week you gave me uh, an album that I had never heard of. Yeah. It's Throwback as Fuck. Yeah. It's from 1984. Yes. So I was only four years old when this shit came out, <laughs> uh, but it's by this dude named Thomas Dolby. Thomas Dolby, and it's called the Flat Earth. Thomas Dolby's the Flat Earth, 1984. Yeah. I love yeah. this
1: record. Yeah, and uh, you gave me uh, a very new record. We like, could
0: be future friends. I'm horse. I record, can't sing.
1: It's a record called. You gave me a new record called future friends part. by a group called super fruit yeah future friends part one part by one fruit. by super fruit i was looking up super friends future fruit <laughs> <laughs> i was like what it what did she say well i can't i find this yeah and i'm coming across like all kinds of like really odd old school super <laughs> friends cartoons that have been altered yeah, uh, no. yeah, it was interesting, but oh, that's yeah, funny. this record was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this record. Well, let's get into it. I had
0: fun with the Thomas Dolby record too. I did. Good. I totally did. I'm Good. not even mad at you for it. Good. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm glad you're not mad at me. This I week. was. I was. Yeah. yeah last week, yo.
1: <laughs> I bet you. But but I bet when I sent this to you, you were like, "What the fuck
0: is this? What does
1: he have me listening to?" This a week? little
0: bit. Yeah. A little bit. And then, uh, like, I hit the first track, and, and yeah, it was. Well, right. we'll get to that. Word. Yeah. Well, which one do you want to do first? Um, it doesn't matter. Let's do... Paper, rock, scissors. Let's do paper, if rock, scissors. If I win, then you go first. If you win, then I go first. You go first. All right. You, oh. I go on shoot. Oh, we say shoot? Yeah. Okay. Two, one, two, two shoot. Two.
1: No, one, two, three, shoot.
0: Oh, shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> Ready? One, one two, two, three, shoot. shoot. Oh. oh. Ass munch. So you go first. Yo, this dude totally... Picked paper. <laughs> he covered my rock. I covered your rock. Damn it. All right. So Thomas Dolby, The Flat Earth, 1984. Yeah. Um, Thomas Dolby. People know him for She Blinded Me With Science. Mm-hmm. That was the big hit. And he's got
1: he's one of those guys like a Bobby McFerrin or you know somebody yeah. that's only known for one, one song. song
0: and they've got like this repertoire of like that is um, this yeah. Uh, yeah that's like you that's wouldn't like, you wouldn't think that yeah. they're that deep as yeah, deep that, as he's they, got like they a they wide yeah. he's got a deep wide <laughs> a repertoire yes he does um <laughs> anyway so this particular album i had my doubts uh-huh. initially i'm like yo this shit is old and who in the fuck is thomas dolby <laughs> first track on the album that i want to talk about uh-huh. is Dissidence doubts about this album. But then I played the first track and the bass line came in. Yeah. and The bass line's funky. The bass line had me, man. (laughs) I can't (laughs) lie. The bass line had me. Like, um, once the bass line came in, I was like, okay, let's see what else happens. And as it built, I just found myself like, snapping. I'm like, okay. And by the time he got to the the singing, I was sold. His, (laughs) for me, I grew up in the 80s. His voice is... Fucking quintessential '80s euro pop vocals. Oh, absolutely! Like, it is. yeah. his voice is the sound of that time. Well, it's he—he it, he was
1: that he, guy, you know. He yeah, was, he was Thomas Dolby. He was Blinded Me with Science. Like, yeah, that's—he yeah. is only, the quintessential voice of that Blinded of that, Me with uh, Science. That
0: song came out in the same year as this movie? No. No. When, when did, when did I, look? I looked it up? science was 82. Was it, was it 82? And then this was 84. 84. Okay, that's right. We talked about that. Uh, this song, as I was saying, the bass line pulled me in. Then the lyrics... Well, first of all, his vocals were the mm-hmm. second part that pulled me in. And the lyrics got interesting because like, the vocals, like I kind of like I heard them and I was okay with them, so I just let them roll. But there was something about when he got to the, my I can't read my own writing, yeah, my writing like tiny insects. I don't know why that <laughs> shit did it for me. It did, and it was so uh-huh. weird. Like who does that? To me, that was that was unique to me. I like, love he just where came he out the goes. With, yeah. Like tiny insects on mm, the palm of history. I'm like okay okay I, I, I love, like you you're I love where his mind goes you're yeah. a strange little man he's a weirdo yeah but in a great in a brilliant in a great way, way. Yeah. In, a brilliant in a fun way, way. very um, European I was wondering who did the backing vocals on this oh yeah yeah I was I was so I was like okay so who's this woman because like she had some moments where I thought she came pretty solid yeah you know what I mean is it the same woman throughout the whole record uh yeah well so it's this woman named Adele Berti Okay. She's not on the entire record She did several songs Interesting fact About uh-huh. the backing vocals On this album Yes How the music industry And the world itself Is so like small And interconnected Believe it or not Lionel Richie Did yeah. backing vocals On this album Lionel Richie Did Lionel backing Richie. vocals On this record Lionel Richie That's crazy Yeah, That's nuts Yeah Lionel what? Richie Did backing vocals wow. On this record That's nuts So that's had, cool. had he
1: become Who he was yet By then Was he dancing
0: on the ceiling? By 84, 84, he was somebody. Yeah. He was definitely. I think by 84, he was hello. Wow. Because, I mean, think about it. Really? Lionel Richie was somebody from the Commodores. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's been been somebody. I don't know what I was thinking. No.
0: Lionel Richie was the Commodores. He was the Commodores. And then, you know, he moved on to be just. But anyway, Lionel Richie did backing vocals on this record, which made it a little cooler to me. You know what I mean? Yo, Thomas Dolby gets a lot of respect among a lot of musicians.
1: He should though, dude. He, like he's fresh. He was that dude. He was a, he. He would invent his own sounds. He was one of the first. I'm not gonna say the first, but he was one of the first guys that got notoriety. Uh, that was inventing noises. Yo, man, you know, and I'm a fan and, of synth. Him I'm and a Herbie Hancock a... kind of and people in, oh, in Herbie yeah people yeah. Uh, that and really embraced the synthesizer really pushed it forward but that's why that's what i was saying about this record is that it surprises me that this record came after she blinded me with science because this record seems way less synthy than she blinded me with science it's almost like he paid, he pulled back a little a, a little bit on the synth reins for this record it's a lot of like uh fretless bass you know like real live bass playing and even the synth sounds he's like emulating strings or trumpets or you know horns whatever
0: yeah the Um, bass on this on this record is really good um i don't normally do this but i don't know who matthew seligman Uh i might be saying that wrong might be Seligman uh-huh. but it's Matthew Selig or Seligman 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 yes who knows? So who knows that guy though actually it might even be it might even be Seligman it looks like Seligman yes yes that guy Yo, I don't know you, homie, but That's the space player on the record? I dug you on this album, sir. Man, what's the next track you want to talk about? Uh, the next track that I enjoyed. I I'm not even going to talk about the songs that I did not like on this album because <laughs> it's not even worth it. Are I'm going to talk are about Are there a the lot ones... of songs you didn't like on this record? Well, first of all, the, the record's only Seven. Seven songs, songs long. Yeah. Um there's really one that I just that I didn't like, and I'll just mention it just by title. What is White it? White City. White City? Yeah,
1: I didn't. That one did, just sound, I don't like that title. I that title White doesn't sound City. right
0: for this time period. No, I didn't dig White City at all. It sounds perfect though. <laughs> it's not a
1: place I want to live.
0: It sounds perfect for that, that though. Because I mean I it's, be. it's it's you know, the eighties was cocaine fueled. Ah White yes, City. So that's what it is. So and for it, and the it's, time in the, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, and like the track Nowadays, is very driven and It's it's like I don't know the the track is cocaine for me. It's very track is cocaine. It's it's driven and rough and anyway, we're moving on because I said I wasn't going to talk about songs I don't like. I'm going to talk about songs I do. Uh, (laughs) My favorite song I want to get to that. My favorite song on this record is "I Scare Myself." I scare myself. I would be doing this record and myself a a disjustice, an injustice, not disjustice, an injustice if I don't mention this song. It's beautiful. I, I love the music. Yeah. Um. I love the the scene. This song sets a scene. It does. I love the scene that this song sets. I like the lyrics. Um. Everything about the song just makes me happy. Um. I love the way that he's describing his love uh-huh. for this this woman, this person. Um, yeah. He's like, I love you so much that I scare myself when you're not around. Oh, because so good. I don't know what the fuck to do with myself.
1: His writing <laughs> is so interesting and evocative. It it really, it, it he he uses really plain English. Yeah, you know, but yeah. it's but it's it's almost like uh, this song's provocative. It's almost like Bukowski in a way where he uses really plain, straight ahead language that still has this like serious impact without having to be too wordy or without having to be too, like, metaphorical or, like, poetic. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward language, but it still has the same kind of punch, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This guy, this this song also gives me... You mentioned Thomas Dolby Mm -hmm. uh, when we talked about the Pete Joseph record. Yeah. And at the time, I did not understand the correlation. Uh But this song totally... Gives me that vibe. I can, I can, I totally hear it. I didn't
1: mention, I didn't mention the song specifically, but I remembered that there was a song on the Flat Earth that Mm -hmm.
0: reminded me of this Pete Joseph tune we were, we were, uh, this this song gives me Pete Joseph. This song, this was the one. Yeah. This song fits into my, what I think at this point has become my running fucking Mm -hmm. thing of busy songs, slow vocals, Mm. busy tracks. Slow vocals, like ethereal. Yeah. I, I'm still, I'm still at odds with
1: your description of, of like, of what when like, I think a of the track. It's stripped down. It's stripped but down. But there's, there's a lot going happening. on. There's like, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot going on. You're right. But it's and not, it's not like I wouldn't call it busy.
0: But there, but there's a lot going on. So for me, sure. that's busy. Okay. And he's just like. Oh, he's so cool with it too. What can I do? He's so good. Like his vocals are so whimsical mm-hmm. with this, yeah, you know, and ethereal and haunting, yeah. and the track is just moving around, like, the track is, at times, it's, it, well, it keeps a running Latin theme or Latin undertone, but there's, like, a lot going on, is. you know, and this, this, it, this falls into that for me. I, uh, the piano lines on
1: this one earlier on in the tune, and throughout this record, the piano lines... Always kind of stuck with me, and when I was doing my first solo record, I uh, I kind of emulated some of these piano lines on like the opening tracks of my first solo record. So if you go back and listen to early No One, you will hear Thomas Dolby influences all over it. This record was really big in my family. Word. My dad loved this record. It's a really good record. Really, uh, really good record. It was it was one of those records that was kind of like. There was this one. There was a Steely Dan record and a Police record
0: that were kind of like his big three. Oh, and and a Wang Chung record, oddly enough. This record, um, it's a really good record. There's a, like I said, there's a couple of songs that I'm not a big fan of, but overall, I I like this record a lot. Um, yeah, it's
1: a really interesting kind of time capsule when you yeah. when you're looking at what New Wave was versus what else was going on at the time. It's a really interesting little time in musical history because it was so many things happening with the advent of synthesizers and kind of electronic music, as well as uh, the the cocaine and the, the money of the 80s and the dying of disco and the invention of punk music. There was so much going on in the late 70s and early 80s musically. That's why I think like little gems like this are really interesting.
0: Um, I just want to say that all the piano parts that you were talking about—yeah, his dope ass did that. Oh yeah, no, Thomas um, Dolby's the piano player. I I I think uh, that the the people who worked on this album should also. I I also would like to mention them, not by name, yeah. But I just want to say that the musicianship uh-huh. on this album is really dope. And shout out to all the people who participated on this record. Wow, um, I'm so glad you like this record so much, Sib. I was like, I don't know if I she's do. gonna dig I, this I one. I do, I do, I, I like really it a lot. Like, I, I like it to. a lot to like even be like, yo, wow, the people who played on this thing, like right. Seligman. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Matthew yeah. Seligman. yo, homie, if I could, uh, yeah. if I met you, I would high five you for this. Yeah, dude's a beast. For yeah, sure. your your bass was yeah, and then fucking Lionel Richie, Lionel Richie did backing so vocals. Weird. So weird. that's so random, but awesome to me. It is. But um, yeah, you're
1: right. Like the standout feature I would say is Thomas Dolby's piano playing, and then those fretless bass licks yeah.
0: were yeah. just
1: haunting and beautiful and funky, all at all sometimes all in the same song.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is pretty awesome too. It is. Um, the last song on the album that I want to talk about is uh, Screen Kiss. Screen Kiss. This is my favorite song on the record. I love this song. I'm so glad you done this. I'm at the bar where all the English meet,
1: She used to drink in the hills
0: Only now she drinks in the vine. I like the story in this song. Um, I love the story of this song. That's the first thing I'm going to say about this. I like the story. Um, I haven't talked about the lyricism on this album very much. Uh-huh. But I have enjoyed it. Let me yeah. say that I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. This particular song, uh, the story in this song, I enjoy. I scare myself. I talked about, you know, I like how he describes being in love. So I did kind of mention it. But I feel like I've not done my sure. lyrical shit. Yeah, this episode. let me hear it. Run it um, down.
1: What's your What's your gripes? What are your praises? What How do you think of this man's lyricism overall?
0: Um, for the most part, I like him as a yeah, lyricist. right. Me too. I, I do. um I really like his approaches mm-hmm. uh, to the tracks. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like the creativeness of this album. This album is really creative to me. It's something he doesn't get enough respect for. Everybody and always really dig it for that.
1: Everybody always talks about his piano playing and his sound, the sounds that he creates I've for his records. I've never made anyone
0: talk about him until now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. The people that, the people that do God. talk about him, people that do talk about Thomas Stolby, always mention his piano playing or his synth sounds that he creates. Uh, his sound engineering very rarely do they mention his lyrical prowess his songwriting abilities
0: lyrically um this this song is like uh, a story about again it's a love song yeah um but i think it's a sad uh, love song it is. situation uh, again the plain, it's very
1: plainly written plainly stated but very impactful. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I also like that it's called Screen Kiss because uh-huh. this song is that. Uh, what do I mean by it's that? This sounds like something from an 80s movie. Yeah. It sounds like this was in, like, uh, what's that fucking movie? This, like, this could have been in, like, what's the movie with Robert Downey Jr.? When he was, like, the drug addict, the friend, and, like, he went on this, like, his other friends went to go get him. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say this. This could have been in any Andrew McCarthy movie. Ah. Okay. Word. I'll give you that 80s. Work. This could have been, this could have been in yeah. any one of Andrew McCarthy's movies. I see, like, a. a I see a 80s, gratuitous sex scene. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The vibe of the tune, I can get lost in the story of it and 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 see the story happening. So for you, this could have been in uh, what the fuck was that movie? Nine and a half weeks? Or yes, this gives me, this gives me nine and a half weeks for sure. Like, like a fretless bass and uh, and some synth pads. I see a, 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 a
0: pastel with
1: gratuitous sex sexy. <laughs>
0: I wasn't even going there. I just saw people in in a a seemingly swanky 80s club Uh eyeballing each other from across the room and then, like, making moves and, like, Uh, making out in the bathroom. Right, that's
1: the video for the song. Yeah, and then,
0: like, then they go to the bathroom and they, like... Do coke off the top of the toilet and make okay. out.
1: Okay, so that's the video <laughs> that's the video for the song. I'm imagining a studio executive that has a gratuitous sex scene and they're like, What song can we license for this? This is the one they choose
0: if they have to pick from the Thomas Dolby catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my three songs. Yeah. Um Honorable Mention to uh, the Flat Earth. Uh-huh. Um that's the title track. <laughs> yeah. I don't honorable mention to that song it had a dope bass line as well um and it also had great lyrics and it was fun and he did some more of the random shouting sing mm-hmm. thing that he does um uh the Mulu song i'm gonna give a little mention to that it was interesting yeah yeah i'll just say that it was interesting this it was- whole
1: record is pretty interesting and artistic in, in a lot of moments there's a lot of really uh, beautiful artistic moments I think.
0: That that song to to go it it gave me the same vibe that Pete Joseph gave you with the I'm not quite sure where it goes in this. Yeah. But and it wasn't the Pete Joseph that we felt that way about. It was the 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 Bernhoff, uh, that last song. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. Like I'm not quite sure if it fit on this album to me. Right. The Mulu song. Right. But you know, it was there. Overall, the album is worth a listen. Absolutely. I definitely say check it out. If you are into 80s music, it'll do your heart good. Yeah. Um, if you are into electronic music and synth sounds and things of that nature, which I am into. And if you uh, want to hear it done well, properly and, and used and, as an and instrument and along with other instruments. Creatively. Where, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I would then you should check out this album. Uh, if I have to grade this album, which yeah. I do, haha, uh, I would give this album. Dun, 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 dun. I enjoyed it. I'd give it A minus. A minus? A minus. A minus. Wow, that's surprising.
1: I really, I didn't think you were going to like this record as much just because he's not the
0: strongest singer. And I know you love strong singers. I I was going to say, I know you love strong singers. His vocals aren't the greatest, but I did like them. I enjoyed them. And I feel like they really fit his music. Mm. And because of the time, his vocals are actually perfect. Like because this album was made in 1984, like I said, it is the quintessential Euro pop sound. Sure. For that, you know, what I mean, like all the guys sound yeah. like him. You know? I hear that all the all the guys. There's a lot of music that I liked in that time, and those guys sound like that. Like uh, the guys uh, that made a uh, like Aha, mm-hmm. their voice was, you mm-hmm. know, that was their sound. Uh, the guys who made um, my freaking joint, always something there to remind you. What is it? Naked Eye, Naked Eyes, something like that. I think I think it's Naked Eyes or Naked Eye. I think is the name of that group. Anyway, just that sound, that vocal was that I've I've already appreciated that I guess cuz I'm an yeah, 80s baby that, and this guy fit new, into it. It was
1: it's kind of the that quintessential new, new wave, wave voice. Yeah. 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 And, uh, he was definitely a part of that whole thing and and a pioneer of it. Yeah. For me this record is important. Not just among other pop records of the time but also like to my family. It was a it was kind of an important record as far as pop records went to my dad. Um so this was played a lot. When I was growing up. So I have a special place in my heart for this record. Um, I'm going to give it a solid A. Uh, it doesn't get the A plus because he's not the greatest singer in the world, but he's he like you said, he's definitely you know got that quintessential new wave voice yeah it
0: works with what he's with with what he's doing yeah for sure. so
1: for me, it's a solid a, not quite an A plus but if you if you dig pop music of that time, yeah, this is an a record for sure.
0: It's oddly funky in a lot of mm-hmm. places. I thoroughly enjoyed it i I had a good time surprisingly with this. funky. Yeah, I had a good time with this in my car. Like, good, I bumped man. this in my car. Good, good. I'm so, glad yeah, Thomas it's, Dolby it's got some a- simple love this week. Yeah, man. Yay, Thomas Dolby. All right. So
1: this this record is definitely worth a listen. Get familiar with this one. Thomas Dolby, Flat Earth, 1984 release. Um, the record you gave me this week, Ooh. I was so ready to hate this record. We
0: could be future friends.
1: Super Fruit. Mm-hmm. future friends part mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to uh mean little motherfuckers just badass singers yeah, they from are. uh from the pentatonics yeah. uh they're not my speed so much but god damn they're good man they are good like man. they're really really good it's not the kind of stuff that I'm gonna sit around and bump in the house like just to chill to mm, but no. They're good at what they do. I can't deny it. The, and it's, they made a fun little they made a fun little record, man. They made a really
0: fun little record. We both agree that it's a fun record. It's a blast. So what's the first tune the that first you want to talk about? I want to talk about
1: is Imaginary Parties. <laughs> uh, it's the opening track of the record. Uh I again when you told me about this group, just from the title alone and you were like, Yeah, it's it's pop music, like super pop. And I was like, okay, uh, that's not my thing. And you know this. <laughs> you know this is not my thing. But when this song started, uh, I couldn't it help it. Strong couldn't strong help it starts out strong as fuck. I, got, I started getting down a little something.
0: Go to imaginary parties in our McBully Ferrari, baby. Let's get fresh. I know we know how.
1: If that's what you like that if you're driving, i down
0: We can make a movie, baby You can be cable and I can be west
1: Call me, tell me, know Because you and me know that is what I do best Alright, first of all I've got my grievances Okay It. Falls victim to all the pop tropes that drive me crazy, which is way overproduced, way overcompressed. So many effects on these vocals; they're wet as hell. Um, Flip side, infectious, infectious, infectious as fuck. This song got under my skin. I love. The sentiment behind it. It's the same thing that pulled me into that Lord tune that she put out a few years ago, like her first big single. Um uh, Royals? Yeah, Royals. Okay. Uh which is to say like the the first line of this song is uh
0: Imaginary parties in a make-believe Ferrari. Go to imaginary parties in our make-believe Ferrari, baby. Exactly. Let's get fresh. It's like we just met. That I love the sentiment of
1: that. Like a make. Let's go to a make-believe par- party in a. Or a what, what do they say? Imaginary let's, party let's let's in a make-believe
0: Ferrari, baby. Let's get fresh. It's like we just a, met.
1: Yes. Let's go to an imaginary party in a make-believe Ferrari is a great line, and I love the sentiment saying like, you know, we don't have a lot of money but we're going to yo let's, let's let's make let's kinda do pretend yeah, let's like do we the do. best that let's we can put, do the best we can in our in our what they hold up i have it written down here i took notes on this song uh, you and me together in, in our imagination our imi- or in imitation imita- leather you and me together in our imitation leathers yeah again mm-hmm. it's that like low rent uh, posing is high class. Yeah, it's like, hey, yo, let's have a blast. Broke, I love it. Say, Fuck I absolutely love it. And love have it. a great time. I absolutely love that sentiment. I will say that the arrangement of the song, again, is straightforward pop music. It's in ABAB. This kind of posed as a bridge, that little section there. Yeah. But it was really just a chop up of the hook and the
0: verses. But I can't deny how much fun
1: this group is, in and general. I'll say
0: this: this is pop. All of that is very true, but the other thing that you have to admit, it's pop and all that. But they can fucking sing, and they're doing it well. Oh, absolutely! And they are, in my opinion, they are tapping into pop past. Mm. Yeah, they uh, definitely
1: are. They are. They are students of yeah. pop music. So for, for sure. them to
0: be the young little whippersna- whippersnappers that they are mm-hmm. and to not have been like brought up in yeah. in some of the, the, the pop areas that they're touching to touch it and touch it well <laughs> I fucks with you little guys little <laughs> super fruits you oh they're touching it
1: and touching it well you know uh, yeah I it, it was pretty obvious to me from jump that these guys are students of pop music they use a lot of different, when I say this, I don't mean in post-production. They use a lot of different filters on their voice. And what I mean by that is that they, they've studied pop music and the different ways to sing pop music so much that they've got a bunch of different techniques in their pocket. And I call them filters that you can, you know, that there's a, there's, you call it a grit pocket. Sometimes when Sometimes, somebody yeah. somebody hit, will hit a grit, like they'll they'll put a little grit in their voice. That's mm-hmm. to me, that's that's adding a filter, a natural filter,
0: okay. over okay. your voice. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm glad you
1: explained that because yeah. I was wondering, like, mm. or they'll use like or they'll like use that nasally, like that Michael Jackson nasally kind of thing, or the Britney Spears nasally singing to mm-hmm. cut through or to or certain songs call for that style of right. singing,
0: and so they use that. It's like that kind of natural filter again that's on their the voices. Thing, that's the thing that makes the group that these two guys come from mm-hmm. uh impressive. Yeah. Um, and so that's part of the reason that I, when I learned about this album, had to check it out because I knew that these guys were going to bring uh really dope techniques. How'd you find this record? I found this record because first of all, I am a fan of Pentatonics. Okay. Um I know that they are pop and all that, but they are very I love very how you said talented. <laughs> it's like a caveat. I know their pop and read right, all, <laughs> all that before you even but they are really talented. Oh yeah, they're absolutely they, talented. They, undeniably. Their their understanding of music and and theory and and their understanding of each other's vocals mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. They are a really excellent Group, they, vocal group. Are. they will, are hands I down. I will give them that. Absolutely. Um, and so, they got these some cheese guys, on them. They, they got some extra yeah, cheese. Yeah, they do. On them. They have cheese. But you know what? But it's good. It's so it's good. They're so good. Like, I can ignore the cheese because of the skill. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of skill. There's a lot sure. of skill involved. No doubt. A lot it. of skill. No doubt. Like, these kids, and I mean no disrespect, but these kids are fucking on it. Anyway, so I'm a fan of Pentatonics, and these two guys, Scott and Mitch, are two of the, I mean, all the people in Pentatonics can sing, but these guys are two of what I feel to be the strongest vocalist. They uh, have this little YouTube thing that they do uh, where it's just the two of them called Superfruit. And mm-hmm. it's where they like talk about all the random little shit they want to talk about. Oh, So this was like a, this was like an offshoot of a YouTube thing they were doing. Yeah. They have a, well, well, they have a YouTube thing and that's what they call themselves in that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and I then guess they, just, they, they put just out a record as themselves. Yeah. And,
1: and here know, we have it. What I, one thing I couldn't find were a lot of credits on this
0: record. Do you know who wrote what, who produced what? I don't. Uh, The other thing I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up right quick. Um, They do use a lot of filters, natural filters, but it's also, that's what I wanted to say. They also, uh, because of their work in pentatonics Mm -hmm. and pentatonics being the group that is completely instrumental, they have a very good understanding of using their vocals Mm -hmm. as instruments. Sure they do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's, you know, like, that's another thing that Mm -hmm. I appreciated about this. And their range is between the two of these guys
1: they're ridiculous although i will say just a little side note
0: uh when i hear really high singing i always test yourself Uh i do the same thing when i hear low singing so that being said you could be mitch and i can be scott let's we can be super friends i think mitch we uh, could be future friends actually (laughs) we we are future friends (laughs) we could be future friends okay
1: um i think i'll i'll I think Mitch might be my, my spirit animal today Just for this podcast <laughs> That's cool I don't mind being uh, the Scott next, Let's move on The next one I want to talk about is Worth It In like parentheses, song. perfect Yeah Yeah, this song I, You know, Bad For Us came up And I was like, yeah, it's alright I fucking love Bad and For then, Us And uh, then it was okay It was alright But then Worth It came on And this one got me musically more than any of the other ones Like beyond their singing Like musically, this was the one
0: Okay i gotta walk away can't handle the dangerous games that you play not trying to change you babe so keep on keep on i gotta look away Try to ride at your tempo but i can't keep up not trying to change you babe so keep on keep on Ooh.
1: first thing that stuck out to me about this song was the sentiment behind it. Like, it's very rare that you hear a breakup song and they're saying that it was worth it. And it was perfect. And it was yeah. what they needed for the time or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's real. Very rarely do you hear that in a song. Usually it's like, you broke my heart, fuck you, right. or I want you back, I right. miss you. Right. This is like, you go do you. It was good for the time. It was perfect. It was just what we needed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Almost, you know what I you mean? Know?
0: Like, I, I can't do this anymore, but I enjoyed it and I'm not mad. Go yeah. live your life. So lyrically, I,
1: I definitely was down for this tune from the jump second this the main thing that jumped out to me was the music i really like the instrumentation on this one it is not as dense as some of the other ones some of the other ones are really dense pop songs okay yeah. this one has nice little quiet moments it does like that it's yeah. just a great little moment um I like the arrangement on this tune as well. It's not so straightforward. A B A B structure. It's got it's got some extra little elements.
0: I really like Mitch's high note right here. Yeah. Um I I like I'll be honest, I like every song on this album. Really? I really do. I, I can't say that. Yo, I've this this album has been my driver <sighs> for for <sighs> at least 2 months. Sometimes, really? Yeah, I like this album. It's a lot of fun. It's all right. I mean, it's well,
1: okay, as far as pop music goes, it's really really good. Uh I don't hear much originality though. I hear a lot of throwback. I hear a lot of emulation. I hear really well-done pop music that is derivative of other really well-done pop music. Yeah. There's not it's not it's not that it's bad. It's just not no, this kind not, of music doesn't get me like it the gets wheel you, at all they're no, not this kind but of stuff doesn't get me like a it smooth gets ride
0: sure and that's what i appreciate um it's and it I, you know i told you it's a driver it's fun times i this is fun to blast in my car so much fun yeah and i admit i guess the space that i'm in in my mm. life right now ah pop music also makes me happy pop music is where it's at for you (laughs) and at least this album you know what I mean Like this album is like yeah this is fun for me right now yeah I mean
1: I've had my my brushes with pop music I definitely have a lot of pop artists that I like throughout the years but it's it's pretty sparse it's it's pretty sparse these guys I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily um throw these guys in with my record collection maybe one of maybe that that last song worth it worth it that last tune was good i might have that one like downloaded somewhere i might download that joint um <laughs> but this record was i mean look if you're a pop head though like if you're a pop person this yeah. record is for you yeah like this is. record is quintessential pop done well done really fucking well these yeah. guys can sing their little asses yeah. off yeah uh the last song i want to talk about is called uh sexy ladies <sighs>
0: I love and this tune, it's so fun This, this one is a lot cute. of fun
1: too It's very cute, and coming from these guys It's even oh, cuter Yeah
0: Ooh, baby. Hey, Spend three hours on your hair But he don't notice, he don't care Like a real man should. All my independent ladies, all my independent fellas. I'm just here to make your ex man jealous. Dance the night away with me. I can keep you warm, be the candy on your arm. So let's take a shot or two, dance yeah. the night away with you.
1: Again, the sentiment of this tune. I really like the idea that. Rather than being, like, geared towards just women or just men, it's geared towards both. It is not just, like, a female empowerment song, it's a partner empowerment song. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I'm here to make you look good tonight, like, single ladies, single fellas. Like, what's up? I can be your arm candy tonight, what's happening? Right, what's good? Like, we can have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I dig that about it. So much fun. This song takes me back to like... like uh, a Qu- I was telling you earlier, it reminds me of like a Quincy Jones produced song. This bass line gives me almost like a P.Y.T. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson kind of a feel. It gives me more
0: 90s. Really? Yeah, This this gives me... This gives me high five. It's not this it doesn't feel sleazy me, enough to be nice. But high five high five wasn't sleazy. They were not they were they were, were in this real, funky though. They, yeah they, they had like they had like a moment or two. I feel like they were like more sappy like pretty They, they had pretty. This was this is and like, like this gives me uh, funky this gives me like and... I don't know this gives me like um, this could have even been like Boys to Minish. What? Like in like Boys to Men, nah. Like I listen to those records still. But no, like, I like, hear nothing like this on Boys to Men. Like they could have, they could have done something comparable to this. This like, is very, this it's is very almost n- like it gives me '90s to me. This it gives is, me a this lot is of very 90s. more
1: stay in the time right here.
0: The talking part,
1: the, yeah. Okay, Come on, all man. Right, Come on. All right, all right.
0: This is like '80s funk. All right. <laughs> it gives me '90s though. It gives me high five. It gives me. Like, immature, like, it gives me that kind of. Yeah, it gives me, like, that kind of 90s shit. It or really does. Vo- I like, think Soul for Real. Are you rain. talking vocally or are you talking musically? I tell you what, it gives me a little bit of both. It gives me, like, a combo of, like, a high five and Soul for Real joint. Okay. I mean I can see that It's totally I, I do don't, I don't like, not they see that They could have done Candy Rain Just like Soul For Real Okay yeah, Like it I gives don't, me that kind of I don't not see that That's I, all I'm saying It gives me that It gives yeah. you 80s But it gives me the, I went. It Like I went through this In the 90s Like mm-hmm. Soul For Real like, For example mm-hmm. Fucking High Five Was one of my favorites Like <laughs> this gives me That type of high shit High Five was great
1: I loved High Five um, but
0: In but fact yeah, this, I think me And a
1: little dance crew Of, put of something together. Put to something to together To a High Five joint I
0: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken... Like, this doesn't give you... I like the way you kiss when yeah. we're in the kissing game. Yeah, like, it gives me
1: that. Sure, yeah. But you didn't hear... with that, that bass line and that scatty guitar, I hear, like... I hear... Uh, I hear Jimmy Jam joints. I hear... Uh, I hear Quincy Jones. I hear... Uh, the Time. I, yeah. Okay. I, I hear... okay. There's There's that like and i'm not i'm, I'm, like, I'm not disagreeing with Electro you i'm just saying happening. that i'm catching
0: 90s like that's i what got you i got you um but yeah man this uh that's a good song there's a part of that song that i really like is when they say um oh jesus now i can't think of the freaking <laughs> lyrics because it's not playing uh i'm just here to make your ex-man jealous that's your i like that line <laughs> there's a few lines um but oh yeah, single ladies. No, I'm not on your team. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah. cute. It's like, look girl, I don't want you. Yeah. But look, I'm a I'm a rock you tonight. Yeah. Tonight we going to do this. I'm not on your team, but, I'm we, not can on, do but we can do this. Yeah. We got this. We going we going to kill them tonight. Yeah. It's I mean, cute. I look, man. It's it is. So cute. These guys are
1: progressive little fuckers and they're yeah. killer singers. They're killer and think, singers. They're just it's just a little too bubblegummy for me. I think I'm getting to that age where, like, the the bubblegum is too sweet. Like, I, I I don't have as much of a sweet tooth as I used to. Fair you enough. know what I mean? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but, yo, as far as pop albums go, this is a little something for everybody because it's not all new sounding. There's no. some throwback, funky yeah, there shit is. here. There's, there's some funk in there. And these cats can sing their little asses off. So, you know, I... I'm not gonna say I didn't like the record. I I begrudgingly enjoyed the shit out of some of this.
0: Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I begrudgingly enjoyed
1: the shit out of some of this, but uh, I want to do an honorable mention. Okay, <laughs> honorable mention goes out to the song "Heartthrob," uh, which is a '90s like throwback to '90s it heartthrobs. Yeah. of of the era like uh, uh freddy prince jr ha! and john, what th- what's said, uh, his name? john john taylor, john Tom- taylor thomas, thomas and Chad michael murray like yeah. people that
0: no one cares about at this point but yeah yeah um, that was a fun little tune i'd like to do an honorable mention for bad for us i know Betsy. that you're like it's okay i liked bad okay. for us it was fun It was it's all right. fun it was um, all right
1: this whole record is a lot of fun it's fun-like. a lot
0: of fun like i said I begrudgingly enjoyed it. Bad for us is about falling in love. I going to let you go like, first, liking you... somebody, and like maybe it's not good, but it's fucking fun. It's kind of my life, so let's go. Um, <laughs> All right, <laughs> so
1: I'm going to let you go first on this one. If you had to grade this one, top to bottom, as a whole, man, project. look
0: top to bottom as a as a as a project. Um, you know what? This album gets a pretty decent grade mm-hmm. for me actually. Well, if it's been your driver for Yeah, the it gets it months. because because for what it is, I feel like it's really good. Yeah. For for the fun pop queer boy album uh-huh. that it is. Yeah. You know, I feel like it, it it they did that really well. I feel like the last song that you just talked about, I feel like that was one of the most creative parts of the album mm-hmm. for me because they found a way to like incorporate everything and everyone in a mad trad pop song in a really accessible. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to listen to this song and not be like, Hey, right. Yeah. And
0: it was trad pop, like popped all the way. Yeah. Pop, 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 bubblegum pop, you know, pop all mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Um, but still you carried, you made a statement sure in that and so i appreciate that um so for me this album is also going to get it's gonna get an a minus gonna get an a minus it's gonna get an a minus it's gonna get an a A minus because you're right Mm -hmm. it's not super original which i didn't expect but it's not super original um and it is pop Mm -hmm. it's super pop it's super pop. Um so yeah, that's why it's an A minus. But I think okay. the lyricism is good. I think these motherfuckers are talented. Really, talented I think the cuts. tracks are well done. Um, so that's why it's in that A ballpark. All right, but yeah, A minus because A minus for I said. you. I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to say this is a
1: solid B plus. Okay. Me uh because i i'm grappling with the fact that it is not this this is not a record made for me no you know if if i'm if i'm grading this record based on my own personal preferences it's it's like a c minus but i understand what good pop music is and this is it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i can't you know i can't be hard on this record because this is a really good pop record it's just not my bag i'm gonna go b plus killer singing great production albeit overproduced produced and over compressed and overmixed. way too much stuff on their voices pop lots up. of delays and effects and all kinds of stuff but I also recognize that these guys are students of pop music they know what they're doing they do it well B plus for super super fruit future friends part one definitely worth a listen
0: I definitely say it's worth listening. As I said, I've been bumping it. Fuck so yeah. Do it. Um, yeah. Go yeah. pick it up.
1: Uh, sexy, sexy ladies and worth it are my favorite joints on that record. Those are some good ones. I'm probably gonna I'm definitely gonna have those ones in the in the collection. <laughs> uh but this one gets an A or excuse me, this one gets a B plus from me. Uh Thomas Dolby got a what from you? Both albums got
0: an A minus for me today. I-
1: Right on. I gave a solid A to Thomas Dolby and a B-plus for Superfruit. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the fourth episode of Highly Heard. I think this was a good one, Sib.
0: Uh, I think so, too. Yeah, man. Fourth episode. More coming. Cool. I'm glad Cold that veins.
1: we could carve out this time on Sunday morning to yeah. get this podcast yeah. recorded.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the way, I I mentioned this in the last one uh, about your partner in Neon Void, yes, yeah, yes. Yes, uh, I said that she was having a baby. Like she was like, she was like super time. mad, pregnant, like it, the baby was about to drop at any point. Well, the baby has dropped. The baby has come. Yes, congratulations, big ups to
1: Jess Hudak and and her husband. That's it's a it's a beautiful child. It's a beautiful thing. I've seen pictures. the 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 couple looks beautiful. The family looks beautiful. Yeah, man. Congrats. Uh, yeah, congratulations to all of you up there in New York. I, I understand they're they're getting ready to make big moves as a family as well. So. um I'm wishing them big luck. Lots of luck. Yeah, yeah. And also check out our project, Neon Void. The more you buy our music, the more money goes to that beautiful child's future. So check out Neon Void. Check out our singles that are coming out on Supermart Produce. Anywhere internationally that MP3s are sold and streamed, we are there. As well as uh, my regular projects with uh, my solo stuff, MC No One. And um, also... Not, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the project that you and I are involved in The Asylum Chorus please go to com.
0: You might as well go check out a lovely triangle we are on Spotify Boom. and all that other fantastic foolishness yeah. as well um yeah we are we do a lot of shit we do we do and that's not like I'm not
1: I'm not I'm just like how are we not complete basket cases
0: I I mean, we kind of are, but it works a little bit. And I mean, now if you're local, uh, meaning if you're here in New Orleans on Fridays, you can come hang out with me at this little restaurant called the juju bag,
1: the juju bag. Yeah.
0: I'm going to sing and talk shit and the food is good and it's a really nice vibe. And I love, I love watching you sing, especially your own stuff. I mean, I love
1: being on stage with you, but it's a different experience being in the crowd watching you it's also different because like the group that we sing with is such a big group and we play on smaller stages right now yeah it's kind of yeah it's tough to move around and stuff but then when i see you as a solo artist with a band it's it's fun to watch you
0: be the leader and like control the stage it's adorable it's It's kind of fun man (laughs) yeah man that project is uh 0.5 um again hit us up on twitter follow us on instagram mm-hmm. tell well, us what we, you think about this where check can out the, people the music find us
1: on on twitter and instagram
0: uh, on twitter we are at heard highly uh-huh. because highly heard was taken <laughs> so again it's at heard highly uh you can find us on instagram highly heard mm-hmm. um, we do have a facebook page as well also yes. highly heard um yeah give us some feedback check out the music tell us what you guys think about it mm-hmm. um you know, if you guys say some things or make some valid points, we won't hesitate to mention those things or acknowledge those things. Start a dialogue with us. Hit us up. We are accessible and we'd love to know what you think. We're throwing out some like
1: deep cuts and not so deep cuts. We're throwing out new music. We're throwing out old music. We're crossing genres. We want to know what you guys think of this stuff. Let us know. I know you guys are listening. I mean, the numbers are there. People are listening. Let us know what you think. So that's the fourth episode of Highly Heard. This is the end. Thanks for checking us out, folks. Check us out next time. Uh, We'll be back as soon as possible. Not sure if it's going to be exactly next week, but we're going to bring it to you as soon as we can.
0: Let us know if you want us to do it every week. How about that? Yeah, again, feedback, people.
1: Let's hear it. Let's hear it.
0: Peace. Peace.